You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Glad to have all of our listeners with us here. We're broadcasting live from Pine Island. And we're having a special emphasis today. Uh, two things, really. We have Our Lady of Lourdes, a special feast day in the church. We honor Our Lady. But also we're all talking about men of faith and how men are called to live for Jesus and follow Jesus. And we have a couple special guests with us here. I know them, uh, Chris and Mark Sammons. Uh, good morning, Chris and Mark. Are you with us? Good morning, Father. Yes, we're here. All right, it's glad to have you here on the show. Uh, thank you for being with us. Um, and uh, Chris and Mark, uh, Chris is the dad, and Mark is his oldest son. And uh, we're glad to have you here to talk with us about being men of faith. And so, Chris, we'll start with you, the, the father and the Salmons family. You're from Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, can you tell us more about yourself and your wife, Jen, and your family? Sure, Father. Good morning. We, we uh, Well, first, it's a great, great privilege to be here. You know, dad and son with with my son Mark this morning with you and on the radio, and I think I think nearly everybody's listening in the family and and probably beyond. So um, it's just it's just a great privilege and, and a blessing to the family. But yeah, my my wife Jennifer and I we have we have ten children, and, and Mark is the oldest. He's twenty one, and and we have all the way to uh, we have all the way to a, a toddler girl. So you can you can imagine who. She's three, Maria. She, she's sort of the star of the family. You can imagine we have uh, we the first four are boys, uh, Mark and John and, and Luke and Matthew, and then and then we have Mary who's who's fifteen, and then Elizabeth who's twelve, and and Joseph and James, and and uh, and then Anne and and Maria. So we've got six boys and and four girls, and and uh, my wife and I uh, we've we've been married twenty two years, and. And I would say that as far as, as our faith and our family life together, my wife and I both, we, we have, coming into marriage, we, we both had uh, a devotion to our Blessed Mother, to, to Mary. And, and so today I'd like to talk with you a little bit about how, how that's grown over the years and, and evolved in, 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 in the marriage and, and in family life and, and where we're at today. But um, we... We um, we were at your parish for for a number of years. It's, it's been a while now, but around um, around the time that we joined your parish, um, you had a, a Legion of Mary group, and we got we got involved in that, and then we really started praying the Rosary daily with the family at that time. And before that, we hadn't. It, we we would pray the Rosary, but sporadically, you know, and. And not daily, and and I think that as I look back and and talking about it with my wife, that's been that's been so important as a foundation in in our family life, in our faith, in our in our devotions, and it's it's really grown from there. So we always still keep the family rosary, um, but today as it is, we you know we add we've added over the years where. We have other specific devotions that, um, even most recently, um, a devotion to the Holy Face of Jesus. That's 
that's kind of come into our family um, by way of, I can't really describe it, just so many so many signs, so many signals that we should do this. And it seems like, I, I don't know everything about this devotion, Father, but mm-hmm. it seems that um, that everything is pointing us to that at this time, too, because in, in this particular time that we live in. Yes. And so um, it, that's, that's just another, you know, beautiful devotion that it seems that we're being called to um, at this time. And so we've just started that recently, in, in just recent weeks, and we just started a, a, a novena to the Holy Face, and that starts the, the Feast of the Holy Face of Jesus is on Shrove Tuesday. So the novena starts to, to finish then. And so we just started that, um, and uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, to tell you. Um, I think in the most simplest way, the, mo- the family life, uh, the rosary, and and when we really started to put that into our family, so we had had probably um, five or six kids at that time, in you know Mark and John and. And Luke and Matthew and Mary, they, you know, they were all, you know, five kids in six years. So my wife and I always had a, a, a pro-life attitude. In fact, one of the, one of the, uh, intentions at our wedding mass was, was that, you know, whatever God blessed us with in the way of children. So, um, certainly we have had that, uh, that, uh, sort of, a. um, outlook on marriage coming into it, but we've seen that over the years, the Lord has done so much for us to help us to grow closer to Him in a deeper way, and um, so today I'm, I'm on the phone with you here, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of overwhelmed, Father, with, with reflecting on that. Well, Chris, you're doing a great job, and and uh, I know I I know we've known each other for a long while, but I I uh, have many men, many many men that I know who are doing an exemplary job of living our Catholic faith and being role models uh, within their marriages and with uh, their family life and for others, and and you're one of those. Uh, one of the things I'm wondering if you share us a little bit, if you're willing. Uh, I, I'm aware that you, you and Jen faced some adversity. Um, I don't know, it's probably about 10 years ago or so, or 11 years ago. You, you, your work dried up. Uh, you ran out of the the funds for the kind of work you do. But then um, you took some risks. And and uh, can you share us share with us a little bit about that and how that uh, was a kind of testing of your faith and and where that's led you. Sure, and I, I think in, as I look at, at today's time, too, where a lot of people are probably faced with some similar circumstances um, at this time, I'm, I'm not, but, um, you know, I think it might it might be helpful for people to hear. But, yeah, we just, we dug in. I mean, we looked at, we looked at what happened in our business and in our income, in our family, and we, we really had just a couple of choices and and those were to either figure it out and and buckle in and and to look at what our priorities were really in our life and in our family and in our work or to um or to to break and and so both my wife and i i mean my wife is exemplary anybody who knows jennifer knows this so I have I have an advantage there, but 
you know, in that stress and in that time, we, um, you know, we looked at, I think, first, our, where, where's our faith life at? And, and you helped us with that and, and others too, but, um, you know, really uh, focusing uh, in our family life and in our faith, um, what what did God want from us? And at first it seemed like it was, I would say, slow in that, um, you know, answers didn't come right away. And so, um, and I think our Lord was teaching both of us that patience that we need and that, um, and also that perseverance and, and a, um, you know, a, a trust in him that, probably was lacking or needed to be enhanced, that we would, um, you know, we would be open to that. And so, again, maybe not so much through any particular um, specific where we knew where we were going, but where we knew that we needed to put some things in order in, in our life. And so... That, even though that seemed like a time of stress and definitely a time of trial, it's it's something that if you ask either my wife or I, in you know how how was that, we we ended up better off for it if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And yeah. maybe for the help of our listeners out there, I'll I'll add in a few details. You know, Chris and Jen lived in the Metro St. Paul Minneapolis area, and that's where I met them, and then. You know, the, the business opportunities for Chris dried up there. And then, what, Chris, you relocated to Bismarck, right? You were you were out there on your own developing your business for a few years until you really had a solid footing. And now you're you're real solid in your footing in Bismarck and how you develop your business. And, I, and how you and Jen managed that was edifying, I thought. Well, and, and I appreciate that, Father. And, and, and I think... I think too, yeah. Where we finally got to, um, it it was all good. But in in that time when it was when it was playing through, you know, we had a lot of back and forth. What what was really what was really wanted from us, and what was where were we going? And so again, we had to continue to learn how to how to put trust in our Lord and how to work on our marriage and work on our parenting and all of the above and how, how what was what was needed from us and so it gave us a good time to do that but in that time we we didn't really know for certain you know where we, where we would end up so it's um we continued to i would say though we continued to have this perspective where we continued to welcome children into the family mm-hmm. and so we just we knew that even though we were under a, a certain amount of stress, Father, that what we were supposed to do in some basic ways. Does this make sense? It does. And it, what I hear you saying also is that you had that confidence our Lord was going to take care of you. It's just the what those details were were needed to be worked out over over time. But you, you continually kept your confidence in our Lord. And I think, you know, the rosary was the, the backbone of that uh, for you. Oh, so. absolutely it was. And so now when we add more, and so, you know, my wife, especially at Advent and Lent and 
with Jesse trees for the kids and various other prayers that are either seasonal or novenas that we do for specific needs or or however that is it it comes easier in a way too if that makes sense to you mm-hmm. because we've been practicing it for a while now so you know it's 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 so great to look back and to see how that the fruit of all this and to and to it's 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 much it's so easy to say thank you god <laughs> for mm-hmm. for where you've brought us where we've come with you and wow. and you've and, and you've you've helped us so much with that along the way too so thank you father for your vocation and I think you know, you know, we pray regularly for you as one of the intentions in our rosary, but for so many intentions. And I think at this time, in, in, as I think of it as men in the world, you know, what, what do we need most in order to, you know, lead our families and to help in our culture and in our society? And it's to take back the family and to take back the the life of faith, it seems, is so critical because we can we can look at the dynamics of what's going on either far away, whether it's in politics or what the topic is, and say, I have no control over this, or I have, you know, it seems like a helpless or, or a dark situation, but yet if we look at what's right in front of us, our own lives, our own where we're at spiritually and where we need to go, or whether we look at, you know, in our families, how we're parenting, in our marriages. I think this is, I think this is what, what men really are called to do right now, is to look right in front of ourselves. Yep, you, you hit on it, Chris. And with that, we're going to pause for a little break here. Stay with us. Real Presence Radio. We'll be back in a minute. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. I guess my two favorite programs are The Journey Home, just because I love stories, and I love stories of faith, and so almost always delightful to listen to. And then Alcrest in the Afternoon is my second favorite. Um, he has so many book reviews, and I love to read, and, you know, so many books, so little time, but I love uh, the people that he interviews, and, yeah, so those are my two favorites. Yep. I, I would agree. I, I really like uh, listening to the program Returning Home, but as Sean mentioned, I have a very early adoration hour, so I, I always listen to Mother Angelica and the, and, and the Holy Rosary on the way at 3.30 a.m., and, and then I and then usually, my at least in the, in the summertime, my routine is then headed out and run through a bunch of cows and whatnot, so I usually listen to, to Morning Glory and the Sunrise Morning Show and get all kinds of fun tidbits and some news, and, and it's really refreshing and enjoyable thing, something I look forward to when I step out of the church.
Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. We're live here at the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. And we have a great series of interviews here. Men of Faith is our theme on this great day in honor of our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Lourdes. And so we're with uh, Chris and Mark Sammons. We just had Chris on for the first part of this interview. Chris is a, uh, and his wife, Jen, they have 10 great kids. And we're going to talk a little bit to Mark here. Chris and Mark, are you with us? We are. All right, great to have you here. And Mark, so we're going to pivot over to you a little bit and listen to you. Mark, you're 21 uh, junior at the University of Mary in Bismarck. And can you tell us a little bit about uh, growing up in your family and the practice of faith and where that has led you to be here as a young man, a uh, young Catholic man? Yeah, um, definitely when I was in my uh, younger years, uh, we weren't totally on board as far as Catholicism went. We were more of a lukewarm Catholic family, I'd say. And probably around the time I was nine or ten years old, uh, right around when we first started going to your parish in uh, St. Charles and Bayport, is when we started to catch on with praying the rosary, and that became, uh, you know, a daily occurrence for us, um, you know, from about the age of 10 or 11 on. And that really helped, you know, us kids grow in our faith because it, it showed us, uh, you know, there there is a way of doing this, and through the Blessed Mother, you know, our mother who is always there for us, um, you know, that, that really helps you as a child um, to grow in your faith. And really participating in, you know, serving Mass and all that, that, that really helps also uh, because it, it gives you a better sense of who God is and what He wants for you in His life, in your life, and uh, to grow and to love Him. And without all of that, it's, it's very hard to uh, grasp on to that, and it's a fight every day, and, you know, we saw that as kids growing up, even as children, it's, it was a daily process of making sure that you're praying and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Excellent, Mark. That's it. That's, you know, being growing into a man of faith, you're describing it, and tell us now about your, your student there at University of Mary, what, what is it like for you as a young man and, and practicing our faith there at you, Mary, and Bismarck? Yeah, um, at the University of Mary, they, they do a very good job of promoting the Catholic life there um, with daily masses, daily confessions. Um, so the, the spirituality there is very good, and they offer the sacraments frequently, and that that helps extremely as a young man in that regard because the sacraments are absolutely necessary for growing in your faith, and without those, it it makes it much harder. So when you have the readily available confession every day at 3 p.m. there, that that really helps in uh, growing in adoration. And um, some of the core classes that 
are required there very good in um, promoting Catholicism and finding God through those. Yes, and uh, how that is, uh, you know, speaking of that, you also make some great relationships. Can you share with us anything about what it's like for as a student there and interacting with the other students on campus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a very um, unique um, campus because we have, you know, about 50% Catholic, 50% not. So I have friends who are both Catholic and not Catholic. And um, overall, you know, with my Catholic friends, uh, the growing in faith is uh, a pretty substantial part of our relationships. Everyone there that I'm friends with seems to take that seriously. And, um, you know, that's a good all overall experience when you have multiple people um, all striving for the same thing. It makes it that much um, easier and uh, helpful to have friends in the same fight as you. Yeah, and, and just recently you uh, took a big step for your own vocation. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, Mark? What what did our Lord lead you into here? Yeah, so just recently this past winter I got engaged, and um, the story behind that is a kind of a longer story. Is I remember uh, sitting in freshman seminar where Monsignor Shea teaches a class uh, to all the freshmen for the first semester on Wednesday nights, and he said to us one night, uh, you know, you guys all better be on your best behavior around campus because you never know who you're going to meet. They could be your future friends or they could even be your future spouse. And I remember hearing that and thinking, you know, it, as a co- young college student, you're like, oh, yeah, that might happen, that might not happen. And that that happened, and I, got, I found this girl, her name is Elizabeth, and we became you know, very good friends, and we had a large friend group, and then we started dating, and then we recently got engaged and are getting married this summer as I'm going into my last year of college. Yeah, that's a big step. That's a great thing. How, I'm One thing that's always interests me when you hear somebody's vocation story, how did it make sense for you to take that step right now? Because I, it seems to me that a, it's a beautiful step out in faith uh some people might have said well maybe you should wait for a while get yourself your footing set maybe have a job or whatnot but you're stepping out with some faith here how did this make sense to you that this is the time for you and elizabeth to be engaged and get married yeah so that's really you know kind of the way i was raised is uh you definitely don't want to avoid your vocation if you have the vocational calling and if it's marriage or priesthood, you know, you need to follow that calling. And, um, you know, throughout the years, I more recently, and probably in the last four years, I've realized that my vocation was most likely marriage, and um, I was always open to it. I wasn't, you know, actively searching for it at this time in college, but, you know, it, it, it came along, and it's something that you can't run away from. That, that's the easy thing to do is to run away from your vocation. So when it presents itself, the idea of to live a good Catholic man's life is to accept your vocation and to live it out to your fullest and to not push it off, so to speak. Oh, that's great. Great witness there, Mark. And so in preparations now, what, what are you looking forward to? How are things going with that? You're getting married in August, right? Yeah. So right now I'm um, going through the marriage prep with the Diocese of La Crosse and all that has been very good and um, continually growing um, between the two of us because it's 
a constant struggle in life. And when you have two people, it makes it that much easier and yet that much harder. Um, but praying the rosary every day has been a big part of our relationship and uh, making sure that's the centerpiece of our relationship in the sacraments and going to Mass. And that has really helped us, um, A, to, you know, get along and to uh, understand, you know, where each other are at spiritually. Mm-hmm. And was there any moment uh, that you can describe in some way where you knew that this was the person for you and because God told you, God had this make sense for you, uh, that this was to be your bride? Yeah, it was the realization moment um, that probably came last, end of last summer. And it's a, it was a very, you know, it's a unique thing because God... I guess the way it was put to me was if you can find somebody who's willing to fight and work in this life and be able to get you to heaven and your children to heaven, that's the person that, you know, you should marry. And of course there may be multiple people like that out there, but if you find someone who is like that and you get along and you're both willing to grow in the spiritual life, that is, that is the goal. And um, that's what I found in Elizabeth. And that probably really hit me. You know, the end of last summer is uh, when I came to that realization, and that's when I was comfortable and I knew that she was the person I was supposed to marry. Oh, very good, Mark. And, you know, one thing I want to say, it sounds like somebody imparted a good deal of wisdom to you, Uh, your dad and mom. Your dad and mom, you have good parents, and it's great how you honor them and you follow them. Uh, We just have a few, about 30 seconds left here. Chris, uh, anything else to add on uh, for men of faith? Anything you would say? Well, wow, I'm I'm really proud of everything that Mark added there, and yeah, I, I agree it, it, with everything he said. I know I, he did find in Elizabeth just an amazing young lady, and so he's blessed, and God has, God has all these blessings for all of us, and so we just, as men, we, we need to do what is in front of us, and at this time, you know, just pray more and put more trust in him and ask for him to, you know, give us the blessings that he will and and he will. Well, we thank you, uh, Chris and Mark, giving your witness of Catholic faith for men, and we give you uh, many blessings in return. Thank you for sharing your life. Next up, the Conqueror series. What is it, and is God calling you to be a part of it? Stay with us. Stay with us. 